Good morning and praise God. My name is Joseph Gishuru and I want us to pray as uh, we begin our morning devotion. Father, in Jesus' name, want to give you thanks and praise for this uh, wonderful time that you have given us to be together. Uh, we want to appreciate you for the way that you've taken care of us. We thank you for this new day that you've given us. We're praying that you're going to be with us, you're going to read us, and to guide us by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, so this morning I want to share with us uh, on a subject I've entitled uh, What We Want to Hear. Uh, we are all prone to seek out information that support the opinions that we hold. And uh, actually so somewhere uh, that uh, some research was done and uh, it showed that uh, we are twice as likely to look out for information that supports our position. Uh, so when we are deeply committed uh, to our own way of thinking, we avoid uh, uh, listening to opposing positions. We just want to hear what is aligned to our own thinking. And I want us to look at uh, the book of Second Chronicles chapter 18 uh, and we're going to look at somebody uh, who did not want uh, to listen to good counsel. He just wanted to hear uh, what was in line with his thinking. And this, is, uh, a key, uh, this guy was a king in Islam, a guy by the name Ahab. So uh, you can read the whole of Second uh, Chronicles chapter 18, but I'll just read a couple of verses there because uh, it's a long uh, chapter. So I'll read verse 3, Second Chronicles chapter 18. I'll read uh, verse 3 and uh, maybe stop at uh, verse 7 and then we'll still continue to other verses. Second uh, Chronicles 18, verse 3. Ahab, king of Israel, said to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, Will you go uh, with me against uh, Lamothgiriad? Uh, he answered, I am as you are, and my people as your people. We will be with you in the battle. Father, Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Please, please inquire first, for the word of the Lord. Then the king of Israel assembled uh, the prophets, 400 men, and said to them, Shall we go against Lamoth Giriad to battle, or shall I refrain? And they said, Go up, for God will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord still here by whom we may inquire? Uh, the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is still one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he never prophesies uh, anything good for me, but always evil. He is Micah, uh, the son of Imla. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. Uh, so 
there are 400 prophets they are all prophesying the same thing uh, go up for God will hand it over to the king and uh, to appreciate that uh, this message uh, was favorable to the king uh, there is a point uh, where uh, he had uh, talked about uh, how Lamoth Gilad, uh, Gilead uh, belonged to Israel and uh, they have been doing nothing about it. So it was already uh, within uh, the intentions of his heart. And uh, so now uh, 400 prophets have agreed uh, that uh, Ahab should go to battle and uh, that God will have over Lamoth Gilead uh, to the king. And, but uh, Jehoshaphat has, has insisted that they inquire of this other prophet, Micah. And uh, we will jump a few verses and come to uh, verse 14. Uh, when he came to the king, the king said to him, Micah, shall we go to Lamoth Gilead? to battle or shall I refrain? And he said, go up and succeed, for they will be handed over to you. Then the king said to him, how many times must I warn you to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? Then Micah said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that had no shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let each one return to his house in peace. Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good in regard to me, but only evil? Yeah, so uh, what he has said uh, here, what Micah has said is they should not uh, go ahead uh, because they will not get victory. And uh, so Ahab is not priest. And uh, he is telling his friend Jehoshaphat, who was married to him uh, through marriage, that uh, it's just that, like I told you, he will not prophesy any good thing to me, uh, regarding me. Uh, and uh, we can uh, skip a few other verses uh, so that uh, we uh, can uh, be able to finish in good time. We'll go to verse uh, 25. Uh, so uh, he, at this point, Ahab has uh, decided to disregard the advice of Micah. And uh, in verse 25, he says, Then the king of Israel said, Take Micah and return him to Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, Thus says the king, Put this man in prison and feed him just enough bread and water to survive until I return in peace. But Micah said, If you actually return in peace, the Lord has not spoken to me. And he added, Listen you, uh, to what I have said, you people, all of you. Yeah. So what we see is that uh, the king or uh, Ahab decided to disregard uh, the counsel of Micah and uh, uh, actually he would not even have called uh, Micah. He only called Micah uh, because Jehoshaphat insisted. 
but uh, because Mika did not say what he wanted to hear, uh, he did not follow that advice. Remember, I said uh, the subject of uh, uh, of our devotion today is what we want to hear. So what Mika said is not what Ahab wanted to hear. And that's why he did not uh, uh, follow uh, this advice. Mm. Uh, so you can read the whole chapter and uh, you will uh, be able to see uh, actually in the, uh, the last verses, Ahab actually got wounded in the battle uh, and uh, he died in this battle with the Syrians or the Armenians. Uh, you can read the same content in uh, 1 King 22 and uh, now Second Chronicles 18 is the same story written almost word for word and uh, the way he died was so bad because uh, uh, he was wounded and because the battle continued the whole day, uh, the, uh, he continued being on uh, his uh, sh chariot and uh, he was just uh, breathing until he died. And uh, so you can imagine they are learning in the battle. He's wounded, he's doing nothing, uh, uh, he's uh, in pain until he died at the end of the day. And uh, it was a very painful dead, death. So, uh, what does this have to do with us? I'm sure if uh, we look around ourselves or even in our lives, uh, we will either see where we have suffered uh, because of uh, not accepting Godric counsel. Uh, it could be ourselves, it could be people around us. And uh, here uh, we are uh, we're having an example of a battle. And uh, the battle is uh, used here to signify very important things. You know, in a battle, failure may mean that you are dead or you are maimed and or later uh, dysfunctional you can no longer be the same person you are maybe you have lost a leg uh, you have lost a heart you have lost an eye you are paralyzed so a battle uh, if uh, it doesn't go the right way will actually uh, get you into a very difficult situation and uh, for Ahab it actually ended in his death but uh, even though we may not be talking about situations that uh, will lead to death there are situations that are very important and uh, when uh, we don't follow God's counsel uh, though we arrive that situation may be dead and uh, it may not be bringing any life because when something is not bringing life it's dead and uh, we could look at uh, major decisions that uh, we make in life maybe you are taking a life partner you are, you want to get somebody uh, to know the person you want to marry or you want to marry somebody uh, 
maybe you want to change a job so there could be offers that uh, have come to you maybe there's a job in Kware, a job in marawi a job in a cigarette factory a job with a red cross it could be any 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 place but it's a major decision because it will affect a major area of your life you could be getting into business and you are asking do i resign from my current job maybe you are in this business you want to go into another one uh, should i uh, start a matato business should i get into construction uh, should i get into the hotel industry i mean these are decisions that uh, will impact us a great deal you could be buying property uh, you could be going into full-time ministry uh, you could be starting a major charge program a program that uh, cost uh, so much or that uh, uh, requires uh, uh, such a great sacrifice uh, that uh, it's really very important uh, that uh, you do it uh, when you have heard from God. So uh, there are all manner of uh, uh, major decisions that uh, uh, we are confronted with and uh, we really need to be sure that uh, we are following good counsel in as far as these things are concerned. But uh, it's not always that we do this. And uh, the question would be, how do we guard our, ourselves against uh, bad counsel and fake prophecies? So the first thing I want us to see is the need to be properly connected to God and his people. Uh, so this gives us some guarantee that uh, the advice is uh, well thought of and uh, from God. Uh, you can see that uh, Jehoshaphat, uh, though accepting to go to war with Ahab, asked him to first seek the counsel of the Lord. Uh, Jehoshaphat uh, was somebody who used to relate well with the Lord. And uh, so he knew that uh, for something like this, you need to hear from the Lord. And uh, because he was wise in the ways of the Lord, he could not take the advice of Ahab's uh, 400 prophets. So he had to ask, isn't there somebody who really hears from God? Because uh, uh, he did not trust what was coming from uh, Ahab's prophets. Uh, these uh, were Ahab's yes men. Uh, just in the same way in any government, you will have some yes men. Uh, who just want to please the king. And uh, these are people who are doing this to benefit from state coffers. And so they do not want to offend the king because that's where their bread and butter comes from. So such people are likely to give misreading advice because they first check what does the king want to hear. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, you can see how determined they were that even the messenger who went to call Micah said to him, listen to the words of the prof prophets. Listen, the words of the prophets are of one accord, foretelling a favorable outcome for the king. So just let your word be like one of them and speak 
vivara breath. But Mika said, as the Lord lives, I will only speak what my God says. So for them, uh, the advice has to be had to be favorable. But uh, for Mika, it is what God is saying. And uh, in your work, business, or even in your family, it is important uh, that you relate to people who do not always agree with you, but always have holds to the truth. Uh, Mika said, as the Lord lives, I will only speak what my God says. Not what you want to hear, but what my God says, uh, or the truth. And uh, sometimes uh, uh, these are people who, uh, who you may not want to reason to because uh, your mind is already set on a, on a particular path. But uh, having such people who would rather uh, offend you uh, but tell you the truth uh, is very important. This, of course, comes with pain especially when it's coming from somebody who you think uh, falls below uh, you in the pecking order. For instance, maybe it might be a wife uh, to telling the husband, don't do this. And the husband say, thinks, I should know more. He should not be telling me. Sometimes when children are of age, they can tell parents uh, that... Uh, this thing may not be okay. Uh, you're going, you are seeking this uh, parliamentary position, but I don't think you might be ready. Maybe let's wait on God, but uh, the parent might not listen to that, uh, to the children. Uh, or maybe it's a junior employee talking to a senior. Maybe you've asked, uh, a, a driver is taking you to a meeting and uh, uh, they have overheard a conversation of what you want to do as an organization. And uh, they give some counsel that is wise, but uh, because they are junior, you don't want to listen to them. Uh, because you are so set in your ways, you want to go a particular direction. So uh, since we are all prone to this kind of... Uh, uh, being so determined to do something and uh, sometimes uh, foreign uh, for the wrong idea, it is uh, very important to be connected to godly people uh, because these people uh, will be able to recognize where we are going wrong and may uh, put us back online like uh, Jehoshaphat was trying and, uh, but he did not uh, uh, manage. Uh, the second thing I want us to see is uh, about uh, motives. We need to check our motives. Uh, there are usually emotions that drive us uh, to move in uh, a particular direction. For example, for Ahab, he did not have to attack Lamoth Giriad. Uh, at least, maybe not at that time. But it could have been the pride in his heart that made him feel he must attack Lamoth Gilead. Yes, uh, it's true that Lamoth Gilead was given to for Islam, actually to the tribe of Dan, uh, 
as per Joshua 21 38. And uh, Lahab knew that, he knew uh, that this was part of, supposed to be part of uh, Israel territory. And uh, that's why, like, if you look at 2 King 22 3, uh, the way he was justifying going to fight Lamoth Gilead, uh, he was saying, Do you know that Lamoth Gilead? Uh, Lamoth in Gilead is ours. Yes, we are doing. Yet we are doing uh, nothing to take it from the heart of uh, the king of Alam. So, uh, well, uh, he, he, especially now that uh, he was uh, with Jehoshaphat, and uh, uh, he uh, he may have been doing quite well as a king. He wanted to show that he can do. Uh, something big for Israel and uh, so uh, he now was bent in uh, his heart to do this and he wanted uh, uh, to do it uh, so much and uh, possibly his motive could have been the pride in his heart not because God had told him this is the time to get Lamoth Gilead back it is just his feeling uh, that may have been motivated uh, by maybe trying to show off. So we need to check what our motives are because we may be trying to do something that is okay because I believe uh, taking back Lamod uh, in Gilead would have been okay because it actually used to belong to Israel. But uh, it may not have been the right time uh, God may not have sanctioned that it happened. It happens at that particular time. So what I'm saying here is that we need to check our hearts. Why do you want to do what you want to do? Why do you want to leave that job so badly? Is it because you want to prove to the supervisor that you also have choices? Is it because you have seen your former classmates making more money elsewhere? If it is a business, is it because you want uh, to meet a felt need in society or you just want to chase after money? Are you starting an NGO to help people or uh, uh, to feed yourself? Do you want to contest that parliamentary position because you hear that MPs make a salary, a big salary? or you feel that God has called you to serve his people? Do you want to start your ministry because you are suffering and you want sustenance, you want to feed out of the ministry? Or is it that God has called you to start a particular ministry? Do you want to start that TV ministry because you also want to be seen like the others? Or God is telling you to venture into this TV ministry? TV, evangelistic ministry, or whatever it will be. So we really need to check our hearts and uh, uh, ensure that our hearts are light before God. We are doing it for God. So that uh, even as uh, we are seeking counsel, we are at ease because we will take the counsel or we will take the word of God whichever way it goes. We are not bent in our ways. Because we are doing it, uh, uh, we want to do God's will, not what uh, uh, we feel like doing. It is not our emotions. 
So even if uh, we wanted to do this and uh, council has come, maybe this is not the right time to do it. Maybe this is not the right thing to do. We are at ease to change because uh, we are not learning on emotions, but uh, we are being guided uh, uh, by uh, the Lord. So the third thing I want us to, and maybe the final one for today, is uh, to see that uh, we also need to seek the Lord ourselves. Uh, so uh, somebody may come with a prophecy. Somebody may be, come with some cons, uh, counsel. But uh, it's not always that we'll go for it. We can seek the Lord ourselves, for ourselves. And uh, if you look at people like David, uh, David uh, sought the Lord. And uh, uh, actually, there are very few instances when you hear that uh, uh, David went uh, to seek counsel. He sought his counsel directly from the Lord. And, uh, you know, when you hear from God, you will be 100% sure that uh, God is reading you that way. I mean, you look at the book of Samuel, uh, the book in the book of Samuel only, he has he inquired of the Lord like seven times. You can search it up, and uh, maybe I can uh, lead one or two uh, in First Samuel uh, twenty-three, verse two. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, "Shall I go and attack the Philistines?" And the Lord said to David, "Go and attack the Philistines and save Keria, Keila." Kayla. Uh, then first Samuel chapter 30 verse 8, David inquired of the Lord saying, Shall I pursue this bird of raiders? Will I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue for you certainly overtake them and you will certainly rescue the captives. So you can see David had that habit of inquiring from the Lord. And uh, if we are in the habit of inquiring from the Lord, we actually may not need uh, to go for other counsel because uh, God has all the counsel that we need. And uh, uh, so we need uh, to uh, be a people when we are doing important things in our lives, things that have great implication. We will seek the counsel of the Lord. Yes, I'm not saying there's anything wrong in uh, getting counsel from a man of God, but uh, we also have the capacity to inquire of the Lord and hear what God is saying. Even when a man of God has uh, come with a word, you may decide not to leave it there, but you also inquire of the Lord. Uh, is it really you, God speaking that I should do this? And uh, God uh, will answer you and you will be able to know uh, whether his, uh, that word actually really came from the Lord. So I want us to stop here uh, for now and uh, to pray that uh, God will help us uh, to hear him, uh, not just uh, to hear what we want to hear, but to hear what God has for us, that we may be successful in all our ways. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, want to thank you 
for the word that you've given us today, O God. Lord God Almighty, you are calling on us uh, to listen to your counsel, that uh, Father will not be driven by our own emotions, uh, by our own uh, thoughts, that uh, we only want uh, to take that which is aligned to our own uh, thought patterns, to our own emotion, to our own selfish desires. But Father, uh, we will seek to hear from you that even when uh, the counsel of God has come through the, uh, the men of God, uh, people that God is using, Father, we will hear this counsel and uh, we will not go astray as uh, we've seen Ahab who ended up paying with his life for failing uh, to take heed uh, to the words uh, of uh, Mika, the prophet of God. Father, we are praying, O King of glory, that as uh, we have uh, uh, many decisions to make in our lives, decisions that are very important uh, uh, for our future, uh, for the way that uh, uh, we carry on with this life, O God, Father, that uh, we will seek you, we will seek your counsel. The Lord, uh, we, would, uh, be, uh, we will be flexible uh, to accept uh, whichever way you are reading us. As we look at David and uh, when he was asking for the counsel of the Lord, when he was asking for God whether he should go to battle, uh, David uh, was uh, a lady to do whatever God wanted him to do, that if the Lord would tell him not to go to battle, uh, he would not have gone to battle. But here we see Ahab, even when the Lord is saying he should not go to battle, he has decided to go to battle and he ended up losing his life. Lord God Almighty, we pray that Father, uh, we will be wise uh, to uh, listen to your counsel, to listen to you even as we seek you, O God, and to be ready even to go the way that you want us to go, O Father, that we'll be successful in our ways, O God. In our lives, O God, there could be situations where we failed to listen to good counsel, where we failed to listen to you, and we have found ourselves in very difficult uh, situations. Lord, you are a God of second chance, and Father, we are coming before you in repentance and praying that you're going to forgive us. And that, Lord God Almighty, you are going to get us out of the trouble that we are in, O oh God. That, Father, you are going to give us another chance even to walk in the way that you want us to go, O oh God. The Lord God Almighty, you have mercy upon us, even according to your unfailing love, O oh God. We are praying that uh, uh, even as we continue in this walk of faith, O oh God, Lord, uh, we will uh, uh, know you in a deeper way and we'll be able to identify uh, the voice that cometh from you and distinguish it from the voice uh, that comes from uh, the human mind, O oh God. The Lord, uh, uh, we will be able uh, to judge even uh, uh, counsel that comes to us, O oh God, as to whether it comes from God 
or not from God or Father. We pray that Jesus Christ, you help us uh, to arise and to walk faithfully before you, uh, like David did, that uh, you actually testified that he was a man after your own heart because you will always seek you, O God. May we even uh, get into the habit of uh, uh, directly seeking to hear from you that will not only be relying on others to tell us what God is saying in our situation. So, Father, we pray that you help us, you read us, you guide us by your Holy Spirit. We commit the rest of the day into your hands. We're praying that you're going to be with us, you're going to read us, you're going to guide us by your Holy Spirit. The Lord God Almighty, you will help us uh, uh, always to walk in your ways, O God. That Father, O King of glory, will live lives that are worth the calling that we have in Christ Jesus. So we give you thanks and we give you praise because we pray trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Have a good day.